You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. And you can find out more about me at my website, mimifootnip.com, or email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com if there's something pedal pumping related that you want to talk about. <laughs> Oh, I kind of said a lot last week, didn't I? So um, I have to deal with the, uh, I don't want to say the fallout from that, but I guess I need to kind of um, explain myself a little bit. <laughs> but before I do that, I want to thank my patrons, Tevin, Matt, Jim, Riker, Not a Golfer, Rayshon, Steven, Eric F., Eric J., Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Havayana's Fan, Austin, Joe, and DL. For being my loyal, faithful, month after month supporters of the podcast. And I also want to thank everyone for listening. Every time you download the podcast or favorite it or like it or leave a review, anything that's positive like that, that really helps it helps out the podcast and helps get our community um, a little bit of visibility, which I think is great. I feel like pedal pumping has so long... And still kind of is like an in-the-closet kink that most people don't know about that, um, I mean, in a way that's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to be part of like a secret society. But on the other hand, I do feel like it'd be great if pedal pumping were more normalized in mainstream kink. So um, yeah, do what you can to support the podcast. I appreciate you. The community appreciates you. And um I will jump into it. Uh, usually we do a little break, but first I actually want to um, share that in last week's episode, I was talking about, um, I shared a clip that was shared with me by Tevin, I believe, and I was like a re-edit that um, BF Riker had done on his YouTube channel, which is a great channel. Go check it out. Um, he's a patron. Well, actually, Tevin and Riker are both patrons of the podcast. And I had said, you know, I don't think it's cool to um, use other people's content and re-edit it, even, you know, if you're not reselling it, but you're distributing it. I kind of don't think that's cool. I mean, that's what copyright law is all about. But Riker reached out to me and he shared his take with me and he says that, I'm just going to read what he said. He said, I don't charge for my art. I share with others as a passion. The clips on question have long been in public domain, and how could I get permission anyways? I think stealing others' work that would that they would that they charge for and re-editing even for free is wrong. I don't do that. But if it hangs on a public space for over a decade, yeah, no harm in free space. So I just wanted to share his point of view because I know Riker is an upstanding guy and um, he's a friend of mine. And but we we definitely have a different opinions on this. To me, um, like the legal definition of public domain, something in public. He said public space. I would say public domain um, is seventy years. Something has to be in the public domain for 70 years before you can use it without permission and how you get permission usually like if you read um like on a book or like music 
or a movie, there will be, um, like for copyright, um, inquiries and there's usually an address. You can also just Google like the studio, whoever like produces the clip. If you're not, I mean, I watermark all my stuff. And so if somebody wanted to sample something of mine or use something of mine and they contacted me about it, we could like talk about, you know, what are you going to use it for and blah, blah, blah. But um, so anyway, I just wanted to send some love to Riker and uh, we, we could disagree about it. It's fine. Um, Riker, you do do really beautiful edits. I can't I can't deny that. I mean, it's not like you're massacring people's work and making it look terrible um but it's just kind of a copyright thing so anyway uh let's take a quick break and we'll come back after that <laughs> okay we're back from the break um i got some emails so uh, let's see it's been a few weeks i talked about my mom and i breaking down on a like a like a weekend getaway trip and um I got an email that says from anonymous listener that says the thought of you cranking and cranking gets me hot. Use my imagination to have you pumping it over and over again in your pantyhose. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was a really bad situation for you, though. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, it's kind of a funny thing because on the one hand, it was a really shitty situation for me. On the other hand, I understand and appreciate how it it can inspire some sexiness. So, you know, some things, <laughs> it's kind of like what I was talking about uh, with copyright. You know, not everything is black and white, right or wrong. There's nuance. And um, this is kind of one of those things. So I do appreciate, I, I'm going to say, I do appreciate the acknowledgement that it was a shitty situation for me. Um, if I were to get this email without that, I'd be like, oh, you know, like, well, I'm glad you got off, but you know, I, I guess acknowledging my, my pain and suffering is, is, um, appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm glad that it got you going. I'm glad that you enjoyed that story because at least some good came out of it. Right. I mean, it's not all for naught. So, all right. And then, um, Another email about that car trouble incident, and this one's from Matt. He's a, uh, also a patron of the podcast, and he says, Hi, Mimi. Thanks for sharing that story of your recent car trouble you had when you went on vacation recently. I have a two-part question related to this story. First part, I was wondering what you would do if the person attending to help was a woman and she started talking small talk to you, and then maybe she noticed you pumping the pedal trying to assist her in helping get the jeep started and she said oh I like to pump pedals as well and sometimes maybe she mentions that she also has a car troubles because she owns an old car as well second part of the question would you invite her to watch and give her a little show or would you brush it off and say something like thanks but do you know what the problem is I swear when you started telling the story, my mind was thinking, damn, I wish I was the passenger when you had the car trouble. I wouldn't have been much use mechanically as I know nothing about cars, but I think things would have been very different if I was your passenger. Thanks for making great content and thanks for making the podcast every week. It's the highlight of my week hearing your hot, sexy voice. And I must also, so when you mention me on the podcast, to thank your patrons that I get goosebumps and I feel really good. Apologies for the long email. I guess I had a lot to say, Matt. 
never too long, Matt. So um, I'm glad that the podcast is the highlight of your week. It's kind of the highlight of my week, too, because I feel like even though I'm just sitting here talking into a microphone, I feel like I'm talking to my friends. And I think that's why sometimes I really let my guard down and kind of share, maybe overshare or say a little bit too much sometimes so I'm kind of trying to walk things back but I do feel like this community um, you know one thing about the podcast is it's a small community and as much as it'd be great for the podcast to grow it's like it's a safe it's a little safe space and I look forward to it too so I'm glad it's your highlight as well Um, let me try to answer your question so the first part um, if the person helping me like the roadside service person if that person had been a woman um and we got to talking pedal pumping I mean honestly I would be super excited to meet a woman in real life who was into pedal pumping that would just I I would be over the freaking moon. Um, I'd be super, super excited. Now, it might be kind of awkward in front of my mom. So, like, <laughs> um, I mean, my mom knows about my pedal pumping. She's helped me with pedal pumping videos. You know, it's not like, I mean, she's been in the car sometimes when I've filmed things. It's not like it's some sort of secret, but um, I don't really share my sexual interests with my (laughs) with my mom my family members I guess in my family we just kind of like I don't feel like we have sex shame or like you know there's any anything bad about it it's just kind of like a private thing and like something we don't really share with each other so that would be really awkward if if it were in that situation where my mom and I had broken down um the the person that is like the roadside service person is a woman and she starts talking about how she likes to pump pedals and she has car trouble and she enjoys like cranking or pumping the pedal um I might try to like step out of the car and talk to her about it out of earshot of my mom um all right and then the other second part of the question, would you invite her to watch and give her a little show or brush it off and say something like, thanks, but do you know what the problem is? I'd probably do both. So I definitely would want to get to the bottom of it. Like, what is the problem? But I might get kind of flirty and be like, look, I'm pumping the pedal and it's not starting. And like, you know, turning the key and just kind of going, demonstrating to her and, um, being kind of flirty and sassy about it but like I said I would hope that my mom wouldn't really be there I'd you know maybe could send her inside to inside the sandwich shop to buy a lemonade or something <laughs> I don't know because um, that's kind of weird for me I maybe some people have different relationships with their parents regarding their fetishes and kinks I mean I don't know anyway <laughs> um, and so I've got more emails uh, about not the car trouble, but about last week's podcast where, um, I, we talked about, um, oh, I talked about like the thing, um, the movies, the re-edits, 
the extra pounds. Remember that? I was kind of going on about that. So I've got some emails that address those things. So I'm going to read those. This one is from Rocketman, also a patron of the podcast. Uh, he says, hey, Mimi, great podcast again today as always. Hope all is well and glad to know you arrived safely. Just a few reactions to the recent podcast. I actually saw the movie Bonnie's Kids thanks to that pedal pumping scene. And the reason the guy was really calm, weak, is probably the more apt term, is because he's been shot by, the, by a highway patrol officer in earlier scenes and has been losing blood for quite some time before the cranking scene. This clip is probably one of the first video clips that MCMXC Mario, may he rest in peace, hosted on his pedals in movies website back in the early 2000s. I'm sure a lot of the old timers here have been to Mario's site as this was way before YouTube. Tiffany Bowling, the actress here, also had a fast driving chase scene where she was driving a Porsche in white thong sandals. Totally epic. I, I think it would be nice for you to reenact a scene like this where you're looking to get away from the bad guys in a crime suspense type theme. Something like you're the spy looking to get away or trying to get away from a sting gone bad or maybe even acting out scenes from the story that you've been narrating by Jim Shu, Run Rabbit. I really loved your grave, graveyard clip and just like you, I do love clips that tell a story. No need to, for you to apologize for being nitpicky. One thing I love about our little community here is that I feel we are all mature enough to engage in intelligent discourse without having to result to personal attacks. I thank you for having the courage to honestly express your opinions about how you honestly feel about certain things mentioned in the last episode. I'm referring to the clip editing and the subject of weight. With regards to the clip editing... I can understand from a content creator perspective why you're against it. I've been watching Riker's work since the beginning, and I agree. It's very tastefully and well done. I'm appreciative of his edits, thanks to the normal length of pedal scenes in movies and TV. Mostly just a few second snapshots, as you know. I've often wondered if there's a possibility that one could buy unused footage from a movie. Imagine all those cameras just pointed at the driver's feet. Does anyone know where all that unused footage goes? I know, I'm digressing. Then again, this is where content creators like yourself come in. Order a custom if you really want things done your way, as you do infringe on the artistic license of the original content creator and its right to do and its right to do it with consent. I don't think Tevin meant any harm with regards to the few extra pounds comment. Probably just wrong choice of words. I do know that this has become an important subject now, body shaming in particular, and choice of words matters in this day and age. I know the correct terminology for things constantly evolves, and often I catch myself mentally using terminology that may no longer be appropriate this day and age too. And it takes a conscious effort to correct that on my part. Thanks for raising that awareness. Finally, the pedal board. I'm glad it's getting a lot of love from you and those feet of yours. I totally love the content you've been creating using it and also love the fact that you mentioned in the last episode how you've been using it for your own pleasure. It's amazing when I think of how you said, I think in one of the initial podcast episodes, that pedal pumping does not turn you on to know how you get off on pedal pumping. Now it's amazing to know that you do get turned on by it now. I get turned on watching you pump. But you already knew that. Your enjoyment has inspired me to create more of these pedal boards and I enjoy engineering, sorry, and I enjoy the engineering challenge that making a functional board brings. 
looking to surprise you with a few more boards and see what you think. If you have a specific gas pedal request that you'd like to have in your collection, please don't hesitate to ask. Thanks again for coming in week in and week out to record the podcast and for being a bastion for our community. Keep holding that head high, bouncing in that seat, and pumping those pedals hard. Love ya. Love Rocket Man. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. I Yeah, I totally... I'm going to try to go back through this email. I totally um, love that you filled me in on the context of Bonnie's kids. And because I, I was wondering, like, why is this guy just not seem at all excited or, in, you know, if he's, he had been shot and was losing blood? That explains a lot. That's really awful, actually. But um, thank you for sharing that. And um, I'd love to see the fast driving Porsche uh, scene that does sound totally epic <laughs> um, and I would love to reenact a scene like that um, fast driving is not something I really do um, but and there's some reasons for that um, kind of like traffic and just not wanting to deal with like speeding tickets and things like that. There's not a lot of places to do a lot of fast driving, at least not for very long. Like I might be able to do a little fast driving, but not anything that I can sustain going fast for a period of time. And so it kind of, I don't know, it just feels like... Like I get up to maybe 100 miles miles per hour and then I instantly have to like tap the brakes you know I just don't really get to maintain that speed for very long um anyway but I do love the idea of like trying to get away or um I don't know I wonder if I could edit the video to like to make it seem like I'm accelerating and going faster and faster even if I'm not going faster and faster um, or I'm not accelerating. I don't know. I guess I'd have to maybe consult with Riker about his edits because he really does do great editing to make it look natural. And I'm so glad that you love the graveyard clip. I realize now I kind of regret using that car for that clip. Um, but the clip itself was um, like the story and the edit. I had a really, really good time doing that video. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, and then the next thing you talked about, Rocky Man, was um, no need to apologize for being nitpicky. And I am with you. I feel like language is evolving and our awareness of different social issues evolves constantly. Like right now, there's a lot of new awareness of like gender diversity and some people are struggling with that. Other people are, you know, kind of feeling like it's about damn time. We've, you know, we've been around since the dawn of humanity, you know, like non-binary people or trans people or gender fluid people. And, um, and I guess what I want to say is, um, I totally agree. It's not like... I want to call people out for using like air quotes wrong language. I guess I just feel comfortable and safe enough with this community 
to and I feel like I also kind of have a responsibility with a platform to say like um as a woman because I know a lot I mean I, there is a small percent of women that listen to this podcast but the vast majority of podcast listeners are men or people at least people who identify as men on the like the stats when I can see like the breakdown of who's listening um and so I guess I feel like some responsibility to introduce ideas that are important to women and maybe important to other other genders as well, but especially things that um, I think women can be sensitive about, not just women, I mean all people. Um, so... I I didn't mean that to be like harsh or judgmental or anything like that. I just have kind of I'm on a little bit of a, a soapbox recently. I've been reading a lot of like feminist literature too. <laughs> and I I have um just been thinking a lot about you know a lot of these social issues and kind of how they intersect intersect with sex work. You know, I mean it, I think that my heightened interest in feminism comes from my experience and interest in creating sexual content and being a content creator and doing sex work. It really, these are places in society that are often kind of in, like, live in the shadows. And when you really get into those shadowy areas and explore around, you see the patriarchy and all its glory, you know, like for it, it, it's things become really kind of more stark or there's more contrast. So in like the light of day, polite society, we don't think about or see some of the misogyny or some of the sexism that sort of creeps out into the shadows of like sex work and kink and fetish and and so I'm just kind of exploring all of that and I'm exploring it with you guys and I want to give my perspective and I am totally interested in welcoming your perspectives as like the male perspective or, you know, your perspective as men or male identifying people or women or non-binary people, whoever you are, like from your gender perspective, I'm, I'm super interested in these topics. And I think that like being part of this community is precisely what has inspired me to dig deeper and look more closely and think more deeply about a lot of these issues. So that's my soapbox on that. And I do agree. I, I don't, I d didn't take any, I don't take offense to, to anything Tevin has said. Um, I know he has a heart of gold and, um, <laughs> I guess I just, I don't know. Some days I just am on my little soapbox and my last email is actually from Tevin. He says, hi, you Mimi. You can share this on the podcast. Overall, you are correct. The phrase, a few extra pounds is unnecessary. I sincerely apologize for that. I should have left it at curvy. I do not believe in body shaming and or fat shaming at all. That is not what I'm about. That was the wrong wording. I want you and the rest of your listeners to know 
to know that. As someone who has been bullied their entire life for how I look, I should have been way more aware of the wording and phrasing I used. Again, from the depths of my soul to you and your listeners, I'm so unbelievably sorry, Tev. Tev, you don't need to be that sorry. <laughs> you know, I use words all the time that um, kind of like Rocket Man. Like, I try to be cognizant of the words that I use, but I know that, um, you know, you don't know until somebody says, like, hey, like that, that, you know, that phrase or that those words are hurtful to this community over here or to my community. Um, and so, yeah, don't worry about it. I don't think anybody thinks you're a bad person or that you've like done any harm at all. I guess I'm just wanting to bring more awareness to, to these kinds of issues and explore them with you guys. Um, cause like I said, you know, getting into, sex work. I was, I always had done work like teaching, social work, these like helping, kind of benevolent helping professions. And then I transitioned into being a content creator, doing sex work, pedal pumping. Um, and it's like, it's a whole different mode. And it's like, you get to see a whole different side of people. And it's been amazing and beautiful because I mean, there's some dark stuff, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> some, you know, some like our sexuality is just imbued with all kinds of stuff and not all of it's pretty, but there's, there's a, it's such an honor to me. It's such a privilege to be trusted. And when someone opens up and lets me inside and I get to participate and in, in their sexual world their fantasy world that you know and and being trusted in with the hearts and minds of people it's it's really it's kind of like social work on steroids in a way but like it's the real deal it's like the raw stuff you know and not that I'm like trying to social work anybody but um but yeah that's I guess that's kind of what I bring to all of this is like a lot of like critical thinking and um you know how can I help how can I be a voice for change or advocate for the well-being of all people like I know that sounds very like lofty white savior-esque but um you know we've all been bullied or marginalized or shamed on some like all human beings right I mean because I'm not going to go on a big soapbox again, but I just want to say Tevin and to everyone who's listening, nobody, none of us is perfect. We all, we all say things that we could all be called out every single day. I don't, I don't want this to be like a call out thing where I'm calling everybody out. I feel like I kind of blew it last week by by sort of doing that with Riker and with Tevin and I apologize to you guys if you felt that way because I love you both um I feel close enough kind of like Rocket Man said you know like we're this close community and I feel close enough that I can really um open my heart and say how I feel <laughs> I hope that's okay um and yeah, yeah, I have nothing but love for you guys. I really do. And oh, and back to Rocket Man about the pedal board. I, was, I love my pedal board. I'm in Hawaii right now. 
and the pedal board is in California. And I'm kind of having like separation anxiety with it. Like I really wish it were here with me. I've been pumping Champ a lot, my 92 Jeep Wrangler. Um, been doing a lot of filming and just pedal pumping with Champ because I miss my pedal board and I do enjoy, um, <laughs> I do enjoy pumping it. And I, and my relationship to pedal pumping has completely changed. You know, when I first started doing pedal pumping, it was like just this accidental thing that I kind of fell into. But over time, thanks to you guys, thanks to, you know, you opening up and sharing your stories with me, I've really come to like understand and appreciate and kind of adopt a lot of your feelings about it. I mean, there's, I do feel really sexy pedal pumping and it does turn me on. I don't know if you guys have heard in the, or, you know, seen any of the clips in the clip store. I've been doing more like JOI videos while I'm driving. Um, and those will be coming on my OnlyFans. Eventually there's like, I have a lot of content queued up on OnlyFans. Um, you can kind of expect next year things are gonna, I think be kind of kicked up a notch, a little steamier on my OnlyFans. <laughs> But um, yeah, I just, I definitely, um, having a new kind of, uh, what would you say, evolving relationship with pedal pumping. And I love having the pedal board. I love it. I, I always thought that was a cool idea, especially like that you can thread a cock through it and like do like kind of cock and ball torture type content as well. But but I love it more than I even thought. <laughs> I just, it's been really, really fun. So I'm excited that there are more pedals coming. That's really, really cool. And one final announcement, if you guys have made it this far through the podcast of me rambling. Um, today, I bought a, a 2002, I never... <laughs> I'm always like debating, should I say 20, 2002 or 2002? I don't know. A, a 2002 Toyota Corolla. And it is disgusting. Uh, I bought it off this guy and he's my neighbor. And the inside of the car, I'm, with, I'm like talking low because I don't know how like how thin the walls are but um it the car the car smells like air fresheners he's got all these air fresheners hanging from the rearview mirror it smells like air fresheners and it smells like sweaty balls like like a bunch of 13 year old boys in the locker room with their like sour sour sweat like ball sweat it's disgusting I don't have a name for the Corolla yet. I don't know what to call it. I just keep calling it like my beater, my ball sweat beater. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to make, um, I'm going to make some videos in it. And I have a video that I posted for patrons, uh, like a little tour and it's, it's so gross. I've never owned such a filthy, disgusting nasty car like the interior is so gross so I'm gonna I'm gonna be busy 
trying to clean it or the first thing I'm going to do is buy new seat covers for it. I, I, because I think the ball sweat has like soaked into the seat and the seat covers. Um, the car has seat covers, so I'm going to get rid of those, get some new seat covers. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I may, I may have to get rid of this car if I can't, if I can't get this, I can't get it, can't neutralize the odor. Um, but patrons, head over to Patreon. Um, I'm posting a video there for you to see like a little tour, give you a little walk around. And um, yeah, more to come in the Toyota Corolla. I still have the um, 1992 Jeep Wrangler here in Hawaii. And I plan to be back in California in November briefly and kind of bouncing back and forth between here, like here in Hawaii and California until, I don't know, till about the end of this year. And that might be it for me in Hawaii. I don't know. So I may actually only have this Toyota for a couple months. Um, this is getting to be a very long episode. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna end here. Um, basically, I guess I just wanna conclude by saying, I appreciate you. I care about you. I, it, this community wouldn't be the same without you, each and every one of you, even those of you who have never emailed me and have never, you know, contacted me in any way, you all matter. You're all part of this community. Um, treat yourself to some pedal pumping content. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your fetish. Really, truly. It's such a, a unique beautiful thing to be turned on by pedal pumping so go out and enjoy it <laughs> i love you guys and i'll talk to you next week bye <laughs>